Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Shaman's Cave. I'm Renee Barabo. Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to The Shaman's Cave. And before we start our amazing uh, show today, please remember to push that subscribe button and like us if you uh, end up liking what we're talking about today. Yes, we're going to remember, we're, we're, we have to practice remembering to tell you to hit subscribe because it's not in our, it's not in our fine <laughs> preview. Um, but, you know, just remember, we do this out of our, our heart and our generous spirits. And so if you like our show, why don't you pick up my book, Wins of Spirit, or one of Sandra's, I always get it wrong. I know, how many you have, 15? I, yeah, I have 13 books, and um, but I'll show, I show some from time to time, but you can always see them on my website, too, SandraIngerman.com, and they're wonderful if you're stepping into the world of shamanism. Always when we do in our Facebook group, the, the Shaman's Cave, everyone says, well, what book should I start on on shamanism? And always there's several of, uh, especially Medicine for the Earth comes up a lot and a lot of a lot of your books. Um, one day soon, I'm hoping somebody's going to say, when's the spirit? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually, a, it's a great book. And I, I'm really proud to that, that I got to, to write this book. And, and it's been five or six years now that it's been on the shelves. And it really does take takes what it takes, you know, to, to, to teach and to, if you're, if you've got a book in you and don't not write it, keep going. But if you think you're the writing, the book is the hard part and the birthing, the book is the hard part. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's selling the book afterwards and keeping the book in the forefronts of people's minds, just like our, our show here. So definitely hit subscribe and, and support us in the way that you feel in your heart. And we would really, we'd be, open to that yeah we we really love doing the show and um and we we love getting support too um we're humans (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we have um we have kind of an interesting show today um and i'll frame it in like this um i got a uh an email from somebody who thought that maybe Renee and I could uh, talk about dietary uh, changes, which is a very, it it actually is a very important uh, topic, especially right now because of how many people are sick with mysterious illnesses that um, nobody knows what there is and what they are. And nobody really knows how to, how to deal with them. And I do a lot of research on this myself and know what's out there. Um, But I was thinking because Renee and I, it's beyond the, the scope of our show to talk about diet because everybody's physical needs are so individual. So we can't do we can't do a show on everybody should eat this. But I was I said to Renee, let's think about what everybody are eating with the news that that um, we're watching. We could talk about diet. Spiritual uh, diet um, as something as a really important topic because we're eating an amazing amount of fear, we're eating an amazing amount of hate, and we're digesting that um, into our systems. 
And so it's really important for us to um, learn how to set boundaries around what we allow ourselves to take in because it takes a little bit more discipline throughout our day because people don't usually think that much about what they're eating. It takes a little bit of discipline to actually start practices of reflecting on what energy did you just eat when mm -hmm. you listened to this person talk or when you read the story? What energy did you just eat? <laughs> I know. I always say, eat that ice cream sundae with a lot of love. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I half jokingly, but I remember I owned a restaurant when I was 30 and I was in Wegmans, which is a great upstate central New York uh, grocery store. And and I ran into this man and he said, oh, we missed you at the restaurant last night. And I said to him, but but I've taught my sous chef everything I know. He cooks everything exactly the same way that I prepare it. And he's there. But Renee, you cook with love. And, and so for, it took me a long time to realize it was that same love, that same healing energy that I put into the, the food at the restaurant that would eventually go into my healing, my healing practices and, you know, writing a book and teaching a group of people. But that, that, that idea that food is energy and how we interpret it is, um, really important. My assistant in the Wind Clan has been, uh, she's been part of a co-op lately and she wanted to know, like, I think there are partners in on a lamb or a, a pig, a pig. That's what it is. And she's raising quail. And I said to her, well, are you going to eat these quail? And she is, but she wants to eat them and raise them and talk to them. I think she's going to have a hard time myself, you know, after you talk to them and name them. But that how do you do that? But that you're part of we forget that we're part of a food cycle. We're not you know, we're not at the top of the food chain. And so that really I think the person wanted to talk about macrobiotics. And I'm sure that would be really great for the planet. But I, I happen to be, um, you know, a carnivore. I eat a lot of vegetables, but I also eat meat, but that I want to do it with the right amount of respect and right amount of the knowing the full cycle of the, the animal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We have, I have a good friend who's a rancher and, um, you know, she, she has to, she kills her own food and, um, you know, that that's a big difference you know she does it real consciously and she works with the animals consciously and I back when I lived in the Haight-Ashbury um and I wasn't into shamanism yet um but I guess I had healing energy through all my near-death experiences that you know I didn't know about and I had a very troubled life and so I stayed up all night long I couldn't sleep and I would just bake all night long. Mm -hmm. 
And I put so much love. I was aware of it as I would need. I love to knead bread. Mm -hmm. I would knead bread sometimes for three hours. Mm -hmm. And um, I put so much love into it. That's all I did was fill my heart, just pouring out all this love. All my stuff that I baked looked it looked awful. I mean, <laughs> it had no presentation whatsoever. But my sales were unbelievable. Everybody wanted it. And, and I was like, God, I'm so sorry how this cake looks. I'm so sorry how this cake looks. And it's like, Sandy, don't worry about it. Thank you so much for my birthday cake, you know. And, and so we're, we're really lacking um being surrounded by love to, you know, to bring this back to, to our, our topic. And I, Renee and I, Renee and I talked for like an hour before our shows and maybe one day we'll actually record um, an hour talk because they're rich. They're unbelievably meaningful. And um, we actually did a show uh, um, on this once of um where I talked about how when I was a teenager, um, I was so disturbed by uh, what was happening. I got really hurt being a demonstrator in the Vietnam War. And what that did to me was it made me feel that I had no power in life. I had no control in life whatsoever. And I felt like I was having a nervous breakdown, that I was living in a world that I didn't feel good about. And so I guess I went into survival and I tapped into uh, a knowledgeable place inside of me. Maybe it was a spiritual place inside of me that knew, knew how to do this because I was only a teenager. I completely stopped reading the news and I didn't know who the president of the United States was for over 10 years. And I was able to heal myself so that when I did come back um, to reading the news, I was a stronger person who didn't take it in in the same way that I did as, as a teenager. And so it goes back to what energy are we eating? I couldn't mm -hmm. eat the energy of the 60s. I couldn't mm -hmm. do it. I was having, I was abs I was actually having a nervous breakdown. And so I had to change my diet and I changed my diet to being a no news person. So mm -hmm. I, I only surrounded myself with people who, had a spiritual consciousness and <clears throat> I worked at San Francisco state and um, we all loved each other. And so I didn't have to eat so much hate. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something we have to think about. Absolutely. I was just on a road trip after my fall retreat. Cause I love to do, I like the, Speaking of eat, I, I I realized as I was driving along the through New York and stuff that my soul needs the woods. My soul needs the color changing leaves. Maybe because the fall is my birthday and it, I just equate with my birth cycle the colorful leaves. And but I was in a, a town, a city where I used to live, and what for me was the most apparent was how the, the, the city is somewhat 
the food scene has somewhat died from like all of the Italian grandmother restaurants were gone. And so I, we found it was really sad because I was so looking for, I had this vision of it and it was like, they, they were, they were not there anymore. So we found a really good Italian restaurant and I went out with a friend of mine and she's way across the spectrum politically from where I sit because I'm kind of in the middle and I, you know, turn my head whatever way it's coming in any given moment. And so she started to send me all of the proof of her side. And all I could take of like from it is like, I listened to a little bit and I thought to myself, yeah, that's true. You know, I listened to, yeah, that's true. And I mean, cause I think as you really become more of a spiritual being and more awake, you know, what's true, you know, what's true for you. And, but I said, I wrote back to her one day after about the, the 10th or 15th email with all of this in there. And I'm there like, is this how you're spending your day? If you know it's true, you can say, okay, that's true. And I'm going to go about living my life instead of like eating it and gorging on it and, and proving it's true. Like, I don't get the point of having to go out and look for you know, more and more scoops of ice cream about to prove your point when you already know what you're eating. And so, you know, I guess that I'm one who leaves a, when I finish a plate, if I full there, I'll leave a few bites left on the plate. I, I don't have to eat it all. And so I just want to ask you out there, are you eating more of are you, you know, are you binging on news? Are you binging on food? Are you binging on fear? You know, what are you bringing into your lives that is nourishing you? Because I know when I tend to my garden out in the yard, and I wrote an article about it in um, Energy Magazine this fall, was that if I'm tending to my garden, I can get all of the information I need downloaded to me from spirit that's valuable in my life. And I'm growing pump. I got a pumpkin out there that I grew, <laughs> you know, and, and to me, that's way more meaningful than like, you know, slurping up the bad news out there. Cause there's plenty of that if I want. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's absolutely plenty. What I did the other day and I, I posted this on shamans or gardeners of energy. I have um, a Facebook page uh, for only uh, positive uh, posts, inspirational pictures, um, because I found when I did this for a class that I taught once for the Ship Network that uh, people stepped into another dimension filled with joy when they were flooded with so much positive. And so I started a Facebook page, Shamans or Gardeners of Energy, and it's where you can go when you want to be inspired. You read too much news, you swallow too much hate, and now you got to wash it out with something absolutely delicious and beautiful and remarkable mm. and magnificent. So I, I started that page so that we could put in magnificent food for us to eat when we got, when our heads are spinning from all the bad news, how we can come back and, and heal ourselves. So uh, shamans are gardeners of energy. Transfiguration is the code, uh, password to get into that page. But um, it, 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 I, 
I, I, on Apple News the other day, I started to read about the Civil War in, um, in uh, Ethiopia. And I started to think about all the civil wars. And the article that I read was so hard. It was so heartbreaking, uh, unbelievably heartbreaking, um, what, what's going on there. And so, again, I moved into survival. How do I deal with that? I can't eat this. I can't digest it. My body is, it's not healthy enough to digest this. And so I, I said to myself, what is my old teaching? My old teaching that I share constantly, um, it's the outer world is just a reflection of our inner world as above, so below. Medicine for the Earth, my book, that's what, you know, is the basis of that book is everything outside of us is inside of us too. And what would happen if I, instead of focusing on the Civil War, to look at the war going on inside of me? Mm. And I looked at the war going on inside of me, and the war is between my mind and my body. My mind wants, my mind wants to do, my mind wants to watch the news, my mind wants to know what I should be afraid of, my mind wants to know how to protect where my body's getting slammed <laughs> because uh, because my mind has just gone berserk. And so now I'm at the point of it's time to listen to the body. And so what I, what I really feel, and I've talked about this on other shows, is that if we can create a beautiful landscape inside of us, and somebody asked me, what does that mean inside mm-hmm. of us? And because I'm kinesthetic, I can feel it, but it's where... I put my consciousness down into my solar plexus and I imagine a beautiful garden or right now I'm imagining a beautiful river that I'm just laying and sitting by and listening to its beauty. And when you can focus enough on creating that really beautiful, fertile um, inner inner landscape inside of you, when you open your eyes, that's what you see outside of you. So it's a different way of eating energy where you create your own landscape, where you pick your food from energetically. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I think that's just such a a really great thing. But and I will take that further about how that reflects out into your actions, like with the food you eat and things like that. And I started out by saying half jokingly, if you're going to eat that ice cream, you know, do it with a with with joy and and like don't do it with, oh my god, I'm already too fat. I shouldn't be eating this. This isn't good for me. No, it's great for you. Yeah. When you, when you trans, and it's your transfiguration, you transfigure it into a vessel of love. I think you told, talked to us once about that, you know, the, not the drinking the gas, but making that was a gas or something, yeah, yes. some, some polluted water or something like that. Right. The thing is, is, is that we, we are so hard on ourselves all the time with these things that I certainly, what I've learned to do about eating for me is I don't waste calories on food I don't like. When I was 
I was having the hardest time on this. I was the, the leaves were filling me up, satiated with colorful leaves. Best fall I've seen in years. But I went back to my hometown and I had this idea. I wanted a red rose grinder. Well, they were closed. So I went with my uncle and my aunt to the casino mm. and got this cheeseburger that looked like it had been in the, you know, the, the, the steam pot for way too long. But I didn't eat it all. You know, I ate enough to be polite, but it's like I didn't need to finish eating what didn't resonate with my soul because my soul doesn't want it. Right. Wanted that red rose grinder that I didn't get, you know, and I might, you know, who knows what that would have tasted like anyway. But in my imagination, uh, it was something like that. And, uh, you know, but then when I got to Maine and I was with my mom, I decided to make the whole trip about my mom. Now, because I wanted to go to this new New York Times bestselling restaurant. She wanted to go to Applebee's. And so I decided that the Applebee's would be about the relationship that I was being of service in with my mother. And the food just tasted great. And she had the most lovely lunch. And it was really great energy. So it's not so much about where you go and how you go. It's about how you're framing the situation when you're there, too. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I um, When I used to teach my in-person medicine for the earth workshops and I have digital recordings of um, classes if people are interested healing with spiritual light Um, and I used to really talk about how I believe that the new children coming in are already coming in with their organs um, uh, uh, adapted for the environment that they're being born into. That's what evolution is about. Evolution is about giving us what we need to survive the times that we're born into. And so I used to say in my workshop, so we have babies coming in, their livers are are different than uh, ours are. You know, they're already, we're being prepared before they came in here for the environment that we're living in. And so I said, how are we as adults who are not coming in for the first time going to survive the coming times? And it's always going to be about your perception creates your reality. If you believe you're eating poisonous food, you're eating poisonous food. If you believe you're reading poisonous news stories, you're you're ingesting poisonous food. You're Mm -hmm. ingesting poisonous energy. So we need to take it out of the food arena and look at everything as food. Mm -hmm. Conversations that we're having with each other is food. The news that we read is food. The Facebook posts we read are food. It's, It's everything that we're absorbing, everything that we're taking in. And so I decided... I need to build a stronger landscape that doesn't absorb so easily all the suffering that's going on. I need to build that really beautiful, strong, big flowers, beautiful trees, beautiful singing river, um, because there's so much coming at me right now. I, I need to have that 
to be my world and whatever's happening in the outer world. Yes, I'm going to be affected by it, but I'm going to have the strength to be able to deal with it because I ate the right energy to be able to do that. And I just want to share something simple. I don't want to take up so much time from Renee, but uh, way before the pandemic, long before the pandemic, when we had another trauma going on, and I'm a spinner, uh, I spin uh, fiber into yarn, I I watched the news every night. I was a news watcher. So what I did was I started spinning myself in Afghan. And as I was spinning, I asked myself, do you want to put the energy of the news into the <laughs> every night? Or do you want to put in love? So while I'm listening about all the murders in Albuquerque, I'm love, 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 love. And then I crocheted it into an afghan that I sleep under every single night. And every stitch was done while I watched the news, while I watched about the murders, all mm. the terrible things happening. And every stitch is filled with love. Mm. And that was kind of my practice. How, how do you how do you turn this around? How do you how do you change your behavior so that you don't sink, but that you swim? And the swimming isn't hard. Um it's just a part of life. I, I think one of the things that I've learned is I keep my big mouth shut a lot. You know, it's like, okay, you know, huh, mm-hmm, and it's, mm-hmm. and I, I really allow people to be where they are with their own process of all of this, because otherwise it's really an easy suck, you know, one way or down the other. And, you know, I'm more of a, I'm a Libra, I'm a neutral you know, and, and and one of the things that I keep saying is as shamans, our job is to hold the vessel, you know, so we want to hold the vessel of light. And I don't know that I I just put the light. This is I'm going to serve you a plate of my finest food in this vessel of light. And, and that means what comes out of my mouth, like Sandra just said, what I eat, you know, when I, when I bless this light and I hold this vessel, I can only hope that it's, it helps, you know, people drink out of this vessel and they feel that light. And that's, that's the energy that I want to put out into the world right now. And I think, I think you guys get the point. So I think yeah. that's enough from us for this subject. Absolutely. And I would love to hear what you do, you know, how you, how you, um, how you moderate your diet. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love on, on the Facebook and on the YouTube channel under comments. Um, talk to us, uh, let us know what's happening. There's a little bit more happening on the Facebook page of people, um, asking or talking about some mm-hmm. good demonic stuff and, it would be great if we could uh, keep it like that so that we can learn from each other. So don't forget to hit that subscribe if you haven't done it. It really helps our channel so much. And blessings, everybody. I send you much love. Eat love. <laughs>